In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today we celebrate Saint Philip, which is one of the twelve apostles. That's why the reading of the Gospel of today is from Matthew chapter 10, which speaks about the calling of the twelve apostles and appointing them for this ministry. And the Lord Jesus Christ gave them many commandments. But if you analyze all the commandments and the instructions that the Lord gave to the twelve apostles, you can see the kindness, the love, and the compassion of the Lord, which actually a very important foundation for ministry and service. Any person who is serving in any capacity in the church, the foundation of this service should be love. That's why St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, if I fed all my money, and I fed the poor with all my money, and actually if my body is burned because of the ministry and the trouble of ministry, but I don't have love, it avails nothing. It's nothing. So the foundation on which we should build our ministry should be love, kindness, and compassion. If we are lacking this, then our ministry is at high risk, and we need to re-examine it. So let us see the spirit of love and compassion and kindness in the instruction that the Lord Jesus Christ gave to the apostles. In uh, in Matthew chapter one, uh, chapter ten and verse one, he told them, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And also in verse eight, he told them. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. We see here how the Lord Jesus Christ did not care only about their spiritual life, but he cared about all their life, either spiritual, physical, or psychological. And that's what we call the holistic approach. That's why the church should not only care about the spiritual needs, but also the church should care about the physical need and the psychological needs of their children. The Lord did not give them authority over demons only to cast them out in order to free these people from the dominion and the reign of the demon. But he told them, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. And in his ministry, we can see the Lord Jesus Christ performed many, many miracles, not only for 
the spiritual growth of the people, but also to give them comfort in their life. We saw his kindness and his compassion more than one time in feeding the multitude. And compare between how the Lord was thinking and the disciples. The disciples said to the Lord, send the multitude to the surrounding villages to find something to eat and to lodge. But the Lord told them, no, you give them something to eat. Another thing, for example, in healing the leper, the Lord touched him. Although the Lord did not need to touch him, the Lord, with one word, he was able to heal him. He was able to heal him even from a distance. Why he touched him? Because this leper, for a very long time, is considered unclean. And nobody greeted him, nobody even touched him. And he felt rejected by the whole community. So the Lord touched him in order to give him this psychological healing, to give him the feeling that you are accepted and you are loved. And we should be kind to one another. We should be loving to one another. We should attend not only to the spiritual needs of the people, but also to their psychological and physical needs. The second point in his uh, commandments to the disciples, he cared not only about the people who are around him, but he cared also about the lost sheep. In verse 6 from Matthew 10, he told them, Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The ministry of the lost sheep is a difficult ministry. And it drains the energy of the servant. That's why some servants are not motivated to go and run and search for the lost sheep, run after and search for the lost sheep. And some churches and some servants, if you are godly and walking in the way of righteousness, we will serve you well. But if you drift away, then we don't know you. Even we don't want your company. We don't want you to be part of our church or part of our group. This is not the minister of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord showed love, compassion toward the lost sheep. And he gave many parables to tell us about the importance of searching the lost sheep for the lost sheep. He told us about how a shepherd had hundred sheep and one were lost. He left the 99 in order to search for this one lost sheep until he found him and he brought him back. Unfortunately, I hear from some servants and some churches, this is our way. If you follow it, welcome. If you don't follow it, go find another place. This is not the ministry of the church. This is not the love and kindness and the compassion 
that we learn from our Lord Jesus Christ, the importance of searching after the lost sheep. The third point, when the Lord actually sent the disciples to preach, he preached good news. He preached the people, what are these good news? You will be kings and queens. He told them, go preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is your inheritance. You will be kings in the kingdom of God. You will reign in the kingdom of God. So, any marketing in the world, usually they want to take something from you at the end. Most, not if, if not all the marketing, they give you something in order to take something more from you. That's the marketing, that's the business. But the Lord here, actually, he was not, he, he gave us the kingdom of God freely. And he purchased us by his blood. He died on the cross in order to give us the kingdom of heaven. So he sent with this very good news, joyful news. The kingdom of God is at hand. Accept the Lord so you will be in the kingdom of God. He made us, as we read the book of Revelation, he made us king and priests with him. So, he, this kindness and this compassion, the Lord came to give, not to receive. And actually, he told us, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And he gave us the kingdom. He gave us salvation. He gave us eternal life. He gave us freedom. He gave us himself on the cross. And he insisted, that's number four, the fourth point in his instruction. As I told you in marketing, they actually give you something maybe for free, but in order to take something more from you. That is the marketing. But the Lord insisted to give us the kingdom of God, and then he said in verse 8 to the disciples, freely you have received, freely give. And the Lord insisted that the ministry should be free. We should not actually burden the people with any a requirement. The church should open its doors. The church should open its halls. The church should offer everything to the people for free as we received from God freely. And St. Paul demonstrated this in his ministry. He said in Acts chapter 20, I did not desire gold or silver from anybody. My needs and the needs of the people who were with me were served by these hands. I showed you that we need to work in order to support the needy. And in his letter to the Corinthian, he said, I spent and was spent for you. He, he actually made a very important principle in his ministry that the gospel of Christ 
should be offered freely to the people in order actually to uh, not to burden the people with uh, the cost of ministry and here the Lord told them freely you have received freely give also you can see uh, the kingdom uh, uh, the kindness of the Lord Maybe when he said to the disciples, freely, you received to freely give. So the disciples start to worry about, okay, how can we support our ministry? How can we support our ministry? So the Lord actually told them, provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staff. For the worker is worthy of his food. And as if the Lord told them, don't worry, I will provide for all your needs. I will provide in a mysterious way for all your needs. Go and you will not need anything. And actually after they returned the 70, after the Lord sent the 70, after they returned, he asked them, did you need anything? And they told him, no, no, Master, we did not need anything. And actually in our ministry, we see how God actually provides. And we see how when people actually worry and care about collecting money and raising funds, actually they don't reach their goals. But when actually they trust God and focus on the ministry, God actually provides for all their needs. And uh, God who sent the people for ministry, also he provide for all the needs of the ministry. Just we need to trust him. We need to trust him. If, if we think how St. Paul was traveling between three continents and preaching the gospel of God with a company of his disciples, how he provided, how he supported all this. You know, and, and St. Paul he told us in Philippians chapter 4, I trained to be abased and to be abound, to be hungry and to be full. But God never let him down. He supported his ministry. And then the Lord actually showed them that they need to show love and acceptance to everybody. Not only to those who love them or who receive them, but no, we as ministers of God, our love and our kindness should be to everyone. He told them, and in verse 12, and when you go into a household, greet it. Greet all of, it, all of them. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if, if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. So, meaning what? mean it is not your responsibility to decide who is worthy to greet and who is worthy not to greet who is worthy to show him love and kindness and who is not worthy uh, not to show him love and kindness you as ministers as servant of the lord show love and kindness to everyone greet everyone with love and compassion and kindness genuinely and it is god who actually will let this peace to come upon this person or not. So, 
me as a servant of the Lord, I should actually greet, show love, kindness to every person. But God is the one actually who will make this peace come upon this person or not. Because he is the judge, I am not the judge. But many times, this is not our attitude. We treat people based on our own personal judgment. If we believe they are worthy, we treat them kindly and nicely. If we believe they are not worthy, we believe them rudely. That's not the service of Christ. This should not be the attitude of the children of God. The children of God should provide peace, love, compassion to everyone unconditionally. As the Lord loved us unconditionally, while we were sinners, the Lord died on the cross for all of us. And then the Lord, the last point, he told them that you cannot force the word of God uh, on anyone. And this the respect of the freedom and the free choices of the people. He told them, who in verse 14, whoever will not receive you, nor hear your words when you depart from the house or city, shake off the dust from your feet, and tell them the kingdom of God is at hand. So the Lord told them, if anybody did not receive you, or he perceived that you are coming, to take something or to receive something from them. He told them, shake the dust. As if you are saying, no, I'm not here to take anything from you. Actually, I'm here to give you the good news of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a free gift for you. So even if you are concerned about the dust that cling to our feet, we will shake it off. We are not here to take anything. We are here actually to give you the good news of salvation. To tell you that the Lord loves you. And he came to give you the kingdom of God freely. Other religions were spread by sword. But the sword in Christianity was martyrdom. The sword is was upon us, not for us. The martyrs and the apostles accepted to be killed by the sword to spread the word of God, not to kill others to spread uh, the, the religion. And here, another factor of the loving kindness of God, how he respect the freedom of the people. Yes, he warned them. He told them, it's your choice. If you accept the gift of the kingdom, then you will have eternal life and you will live as kings and priests in the kingdom of God. But if you reject, if you refuse, it's your choice. But you should know the consequence of your choice. That in in the day of judgment, Sodom and Gomorrah will be in a better condition than the people who reject (coughs) the kingdom of God. But it's your choice. That's what you choose. So these are some points when we look at the commandment that the Lord gave to the disciples and what is the common factor 
among all these points that I mentioned, the, the service is based on love. That's the foundation. Love, kindness, and compassion. So we need, if we want to serve the Lord, and each one actually is a servant for the Lord, because as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another. So I'm not saying this to Sunday school servant or to the deacons or to the clergy. No, this actually for each one of us, because each one of us received a gift and you need to use this gift to serve one another. But you need to serve with the spirit of love, because if you don't serve with the spirit of love, then you will benefit nothing. As St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>